Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, April the 23rd, the third Sunday in the season of Easter. And so our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. John, chapter 21, verses 15 through 19. John 21 verses 15 through 19. And in this reading this morning, we find out that once again, if there was any doubt, that the resurrected Christ comes to Simon Peter and really reveals to him and to each of us the redemptive love of Christ and the vast difference between the response of Judas and the response of Peter to their betrayal and denial of Jesus. Jesus does not hold grudges. Jesus does not hold resentment and anger. Uh, Jesus, when he forgives, he forgets. And he always offers us the way to reconciliation, and the way by his grace to turn back to him. Remember at the Last Supper, Jesus dips the morsel and hands it to Judas, the first morsel, and offers it to him. But Judas has already decided to close his whole being. He refuses this gesture of reconciliation, this invitation to turn away from Satan about what he is to do. But he goes into the night and comes back with the Roman authorities as well as the religious authorities to have Jesus arrested. And later, he will go out and hang himself in an act of despair. Peter, in his own way, has denied Jesus, doesn't know him, does it three times, and each time is more vehement, more angry, and yet more guilt-ridden than before. And when Jesus passes by and Peter thighs make contact with that of Jesus. Jesus simply looks at him. Doesn't say anything. He just looks at him. And the gospel writer tells us that John Peter went out and wept bitterly. He wept bitterly. He didn't hang himself. But his tears were the tears of true regret and contrition. But Jesus has also told Peter, remember, that when you turn, that is, when you turn back, you will be able to strengthen those whom I have given you to shepherd. That is, Jesus is always praying, hoping, inviting that we will always turn back to him regardless of our betrayal and denials through sin, 
If we truly repent from our heart, truly open ourselves to grace, to reform the life that Almighty God gives us, the way back to the Lord is always open. For that's why Jesus came. I've come for the lost sheep. I've come to search for the coin that can't be found. The prodigal who has left, who was given up for dead, but has now returned, we must celebrate. And so in our gospel reading this morning, after they have a meal, after the catch of fish, uh, Peter uh, is there with Jesus, and Jesus says to him, uh, I want to put a question to you. And uh, he says to him, Peter, do you love me more than these? Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Uh, he says it to Simon, because remember it is Simon, much more than the Peter part of his name, that has denied the Lord. And yet Peter, Simon has boasted that others will, will forsake him. But I will lay down my life for you, Peter says. You know, I'm not like these other ones. They're kind of weak with me. I'm, I'm strong in the faith. I'm courageous. I'm steadfast. And yet Jesus says, before the cock crows three times, you will deny me. And so he does. And this time after the resurrection, the first question is, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon of the denial. He says, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. And Jesus says, feed my lambs. Uh, he asked him again, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus says, tend my sheep. A third time, Jesus asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because he had asked a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know that I love you. You know well that I love you. You know everything. Jesus says, feed my sheep. Notice it is Jesus. They are the disciples of Jesus. Everyone who follows does not follow Peter, does not follow him per se. They are really following the Lord. The danger is that those in authority may think that they own, they own the church, they own the disciples. They don't. It's a trust. It's a great trust to be raised up by God for a position of authority and of influence because that person has a great deal of responsibility and accountability for the way in which he guides those entrusted to him or her. And the danger is always to believe 
that they belong to me, a kind of cult of personality. You hear people say a lot, oh, who has the mass today? What priest has the mass? Well, it's the high priest, Jesus Christ, who has every mass, who is both the one offered and the one who offers. The eternal high priest is Jesus Christ. We don't shop around to see what human person is uh, offering the holy sacrifice. The priest is supposed to be the representation, the living icon of Christ. And so we look through and pass all of the individual human characteristics and personalities of the person to see the eternal high priest who is Jesus. And so Jesus turns Peter's denial into his affirmation. <clears throat> and he says, feed my, feed my sheep. And then he says something important. He says, I tell you solemnly as a young man, you fashioned your belt, you went about as you pleased. But you're independent, you're young, you're vigorous. You have all of that ability, that power, that vigor. He says, but when you are older, you will stretch out your hands and another will tie you fast, carry you off against your will. When you get older, you will become dependent. You'll be dependent upon others. But in a deeper meaning, Jesus is saying, when you get older and in the future, you will follow me through my death. For you will die professing the kingdom of God. You will share in my suffering. You will share in my cross. You will also share in my resurrection. And John even says in the gospel, when he had indicated what he had indicated was the sort of death by which Peter was to glorify God. Remember, the patrine cross is an upside because Peter had indicated he was not worthy to die in the same manner, so he was put on an inverted cross. And when he had finished speaking, Jesus said to him, follow me. That is the invitation to every Christian, every follower of Christ, follow me. Follow me in your daily dying and rising, in your daily sacrifices, your daily carrying of your cross, the picking up of your burdens, in reparation for sin, for your sins, and the sins of others especially those who have no one to pray with them or for them, for those who are so in need of God's mercy and forgiveness, the touch of the Holy Spirit. That is how we feed. That's how we are fed through the death and resurrection of Christ that we receive in the Eucharist, that we meditate on and are enriched by in God's holy word in the scriptures. So let us today affirm with Peter, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. 
Let our denials, our sinfulness, our betrayals and sin, let them become our affirmations, our professions of loving Jesus. Let us feed one another by carrying our cross daily, lifting our burdens with Christ, that we may feed and support and strengthen one another. For in carrying our cross, we also enter into and share the glory of the risen Lord. God bless you.